Previously on the mortal path. You see on the ceiling this huge bloated form of something that looks almost nebulous, full of rock and stone with these really horrible spindly legs shooting out of it, clinging to the ceiling. Motherfucker. And as you look at it, there is this kind of white, almost porcelain face. This eel, which started out maybe like a foot long or so, is now a good maybe like 30, maybe 40 feet in length. It's way bigger. And it has this terrifying mask-like face with this huge jaw that is opening and it is biting into these souls and these spirits and it is devouring. Matt, look at that fucking, look at it, check it. It's floating. Oh, See? yeah, okay. Yeah, I love that, yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to run over <laughs> and what I want to do is mm-hmm. leap, flame sword and drop down and stab through it. this tunnel to your normal vision it is a dead end of a cave system there are some fissures in the rock there are some cracks in your ghost vision you can see that um, this structure is not as solid as it is in the real world the, the physical world so to speak and here the magic has kind of tattered it it's kind of been a bit corroded and there are spaces that are much bigger for this jackal creature to have slipped through when it is occupying only that world so in normal vision it looks like a, just a flat wall mm-hmm. but in magic vision it's got kind of holes in it. exactly uh tarot wait are we, we're still doing the stream of consciousness thing we are <laughs> let's go let's go oh, Tarot book ritual, stone stand punch. Let's go forwards. Move. So I, I cast. Go. Um, I cast a spell that cast lets me dog. meld my yeah, make rock. body in, into stone. Nat, I don't know. What do you? I think I'd like trace out like. Do you have a plan, Nat? You could have a plan if you wanted. I bet you've always got a plan. You've normally got like six plans. What if you had four yes, plans? Yes, Tara, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. I've got a plan. Shut plan, up. Plan, 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 plan. I just need to draw this glyph. I can't do it with you talking. Glyph. I need you to know this is actually exactly how my brain works. I have a gnat and a Tara in there. <laughs> One of them is trying to concentrate. The other's going plan, 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 plan. <laughs> Inside so you have like... two wolves. One is Nat, one is Tara. <laughs> you are both. It's great. Look, look yeah. at what it looks like, Nat. Don't draw her. Don't, don't do no, it. No, don't draw, it's, don't draw it's one. stupid. Dead Come on, minded. don't draw it, don't draw one. Okay, look, it goes there, it goes there. It doesn't go there. Okay, that round like that. And then I blow on it, I believe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you draw? And then I, I walk forward. And okay. my body sort of becomes, kind of becomes one with stone. Okay. And sort of passes through, like... Moonlight through leaves. Sure. Water through a sponge. Oh. Okay. No, that doesn't pass through, though, really, does it? it that's well, it's the kind of, of a like it, it, it goes it. in and then gets sort of squeezed out the other side. How does that feel, both emotionally and physically? 
you also have a passenger. So, Kara, how does this feel? Not that different. It's all weird. Okay. I think it feels like walking through treacle. Love treacle. Okay, yeah. You're not feeling like, you know, the edges of the hole are getting thinner. No. No, we're not. Okay, now, you're spooking yourself now, buddy. I'm, I'm not doing well, this that. This cave was made for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the two of you do manage to traverse by... Now, you have been practicing these spells so much after getting trapped in the wall. I'm Like, you don't have to roll for this. You've been practicing. I'm going to give you this one. So you meld through the stone. It's like moving through treacle. It's kind of gritty. One thing that you do both notice as you are moving through is that a lot of the, the stone that touches you becomes stone again once you have passed through it but some of it becomes that same kind of slightly magical sand that was in that very first cave system that you woke up to and the volcano and the volcano and you are kind of creating that and it's like you are leaving this heavy magical imprint on this structure some of it is kind of crumbling a bit to sand and in the ghost vision you can actually see that you are kind of widening some of the tatters and the tears and you get the feeling that something very like this has happened before and that is what is happening here again you come out through on the other side take a second to kind of reorient yourself now you have had these oh can i let beetle in he's really sad okay let beetle in that sounds like a him problem You take the second to kind of gather your bearings. Nat, with your previous mental explorations Uh and also physical explorations of this space, you are in what you think would probably be like the cranial cavity, the brain space of the whale. And you know, somewhere kind of forward to your left is where the stash, the, what did I call it? The treasure. Okay, there's Beetle. There's a Beetle who's butt right in your face. That's a cat's eye. (laughs) That is. Who let a cat in this whale? (laughs) The singing skulls is smuggling stash is is somewhere there. Wonderfully sibilant of you. Thank you. And now you ever think about cats? Why would I think about cats? I was thinking about the ink from half that worked well. You sometimes just think about cats, you know? know? Maybe sometimes. I send out a couple of dancing lights so I can see because I'm guessing it's dark. Yes, actually it is it is pitch black. You kind of have this weird like Like this cat. Uh, like <laughs> so this sorry. cat. It is, he will sit no, down eventually cute. and that way he won't yowl outside the door. No, it's very cute. <laughs> um yeah, so it, bless you. Okay. <laughs> Yes, it is totally pitch black, but you have this kind of half... We said, I think, in the last episode, it's like having one half of a night vision goggle that is giving you the like the imprint of the ghost space. Okay. Doesn't mean you can see, like, debris on the ground, though, so... Debris? There's debris, debris on lights. the ground? <laughs> oh Somebody get that cheese. <laughs> a... I love cheese. This is Nat's internal monologue right now. <laughs> You're right, yeah. <laughs> Taro, stop sneezing. Can't help it. It's my allergies. You're allergic to you, whale. You don't have a nose here. It's all the dust in this cloud. Smoke. Whale. <laughs> Taro, can you see, like, a, a trail of these things? Don't know. Can I? I asked you, goddamn. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here, you've kind of lost it, because when you were following it into the cave, there was just one place that it could go. And now that you're in this kind of wider open cavern, looking around with the ghost vision, you can see, like, several parts where it looks like the magic has been tattered. Several potential exits that it could have gone with. So it, you're going to have to give me a roll if you want to do a proper proper good search for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you got any ideas to mean to my pal? What? Are you allergic, like, over, over Google to my cat? <laughs> that was <laughs> that baby. Was that could happen. Google allergies. Oh. 
Google allergies. <laughs> oh, Ed, bless your heart. Do you need Do you need a minute? Like, do you want to take a moment? I don't and, think like... that will help. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. We talked about this earlier. I have a cold and a cold. A cold. I have a cold. And I. No, I didn't say that right either. I don't like how oh. I said it either of those times. I have a cold. That was okay. <laughs> that was and I don't have COVID. I think. Okay. Good. Great. What are you rolling? Um, D twenty <laughs> probably. Probably that one at the stat. Can I use Nat's book smarts? Ooh. Oh, can I assist? Ooh, I just want to use okay. your brain, buddy. <laughs> I want a jacket. Back when I, we were I don't need buddies. an assistance. I'm already wired in. I'm just gonna just root okay. around. Let's see what we can think up. Let's do it. Two books. Okay. I think you can add Nat's stat on top of your one for that, right? Is that or, or have advantage? Oh well, mine's zero. So so I'm just I'm gonna go digging in my brain, mm-hmm. not my brain, someone else's brain, mm-hmm. our brain. Our what brain. Are you, what are you digging around? Our in? brain, and uh, let's see what we can find about the thing that I'm investigating, which I kind of forgot what it was. But I did roll an eighteen, so I think you were just an looking 18. around. Yeah. So you're trying to track where this this creature has gone. So I think what you by kind of hacking into Nat's brain, Nat has been kind of very on board with all of the magic stuff from the very beginning. And I think what you notice more than anything else is that one of the places in the ghost vision that is more tattered, one of maybe like three or four, has a kind of recent crumbling of that magic sand that Nat's brain is immediately like, oh, there's more of that magic sand stuff that we were just making. And as you kind of zone in and like look at that, none of the others have that. And that is almost certainly the way that the creature went. Bingo, let's go. Uh, 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 Taro, just just let me know before you do that again. That was really weird, okay? Oh, I, I'm, I'm just, it's just what it is. Uh, okay, just, just try and try and exercise. <laughs> I don't know, restraint. Um, Okay, restraint. I'm going to. I'm going to I'm think gonna... about the thing that I stole from Narium the other day. <laughs> yeah, you say that. Sorry. And you are flooded suddenly. Wait, Taro, what? What is that? What do you even do? Oh. <laughs> oh. With the grapefruit. Oh. Oh no! I just had to edit around all of that. Oh no! Dear God. Okay, listen. Right. Um, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna go up to that bit of ore draw another glyph on it yep you move through and as, as you continue to do this you finally end up in this chamber which is the heart of the creature if it was to have a heart this would be where it is and actually as you kind of like meld into this room you can actually kind of see and i assume you have your dancing lights up as well for this yeah you can actually kind of see that some of the holes that are left in the physical world do kind of resemble like aortas and veins and things like that. And it does actually kind of look anatomically like, okay, this could be the heart of some creature. And in the ghost vision, what you see as you kind of meld into this room is one of the jackals suddenly bites down on the other one and within seconds devours it as you are still coming out of the wall and it grows to about 35, maybe 40 feet and its face which has this really weird mix of like Tancaril, the amulet Uh that Nerium first had and Corolorolon, the sun temple guy 
the creature freezes and what you see now is like a little bit more almost like intelligence almost a little bit more sentience to its face as it goes very very still oh stop stop what stop don't no don't do what you Jackal. me stop who are you talking let, let, let's chat oh not me oh okay 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 gosh this is now this is nat shouting into the empty heart room so I think in order to like communicate across, uh-huh. I'm gonna need a roll, but yeah. this is absolutely something that oh, Tara no. can help this with. This should be it. How can I help? Yeah. A <laughs> roll with all sorts of negative shit. Yeah. Can you try and, I don't know, uh, like help me bridge the I'll connection feed you lines. into the ghost <laughs> field? <laughs> no, I think I think the words should be mine, Taro. Um, I've but... got a lot of good words. You can use some. Mm, okay. Thanks for the dictionary. Here's one. Archetype. Okay. <laughs> How like that? Okay. Yeah, I'll try and use that one. Um, but if you could, I don't know, stabilize this little bit of the ghost field so that we can talk, that would help. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. People know you can stabilize things and you know, stabilize this, stabilize that, but nobody asks you how what you want to say, do they? <laughs> All right. <laughs> let me let me let me stabilize. That's because we've heard what you say. I mean, no, that's very valid, Taro. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> valid. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to roll guile to, to to attempt to do the thing that Nat said. Uh, okay. So I have two guile, but it would be... I have a minus one because I got hurt at some point. Yeah, because of all the run it. I think like, you took some damage from being flung down by Nat I did a lot stuff. of stuff. I've done a lot of stuff. This is just a roll to aid, right? So it's just, mm-hmm. if you get higher than 10, I get a plus... We'll find out later. I'm going to roll. I got a 20, but a, like a real oh. 20. A, a big meaty 20. Ooh. A natural oh. 20. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. That doesn't help us that much. Plus two on the roll. Okay. Is that plus two normally? Help goes minus two, minus one, zero, plus one, plus two, four. The five different states. I think we should bump that up. I think helping should be better because I think it's much cooler to help. So I would I would say it's a plus four, especially on a natural 20. Okie dokie. They're just like perfectly holding whatever... I can't remember what we said I was doing, but I guess I'm, I'm, I'm stealing any vibrations in the ghost field uh-huh. perfectly, just holding them in balance while I'm complaining about being oh, stabilized this. Okay. Ooh, just puppet mm. master all of this shit, you know? Perfectly does it. Hello, can you hear me? Can you understand me? Concentrate on my thoughts. I'm going to try and... I kind of feel this is more guile. I, I would prefer to, like, swing it into books. Hmm. I mean, I think your your approach to, to magic in this sense, it is very books-based. Like, you are drawing this from all of your knowledge of how magic has worked before. Hmm. It's. I think it's not so much of, like, an instinctive... Yes shoot from the hip thing it's like i'm going to just really quickly try and break down some like magic equations and put them together to work out mm. how i need to do this so i i think rolling books for magic uh, uh, yeah because what we think okay this is what it is when nerium does the message thing so if i do that in this way with these lines then we roll a natural 18 plus six for a 24 Wow, now what were we saying about all of these successes and so on? Yeah, it's just the way the dice rolls, eh? That's fantastic. Okay, so as you, what, so what exactly are you saying? Can you hear me? Can you understand me? Yes. Um, we come in peace. We, well, 
We do not run. We are your friends. We might find a way. To, we might find a way to stop this conflict, or I'm going to have to kill you. Oh, don't say that. Welcome, this is The Middle Bit, and it's a middle bit with Kitty, because Yubi is a coward, and is they are too ashamed to come and tell you that they are sorry that this episode is late. Shame, Yubi, shame. Uh, we're meant to be a fortnightly podcast. Anyway, thank you for bearing with us. Um, not that I do anything to, to speed that up at all, except for be decorative. But I am very decorative. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, if you are enjoying the podcast, then do please leave us a review on iTunes or tweet about us or tell a friend. Um, specifically as well, thank you to Rachel Graff. Uh, rachelgraff.com is where you can find her. She wrote our music and she's very good. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, we also have sponsors. Specifically this this week, fortnight, whatever. Uh, this middle bit, I want to talk about the secret cat shop. Secret Cat Shop has a promo code for 10% off if you write The Mortal Path 10. T H E M O R T A L P A T H 10. In one zero. Yeah. Um, you should totally go and buy things from them. They had a Kickstarter recently doing Sweet Shop Dice, which are incredibly cute. Um, I pledged for them and completely fucked up my pledge just so badly. Um, didn't even understand what I'd done wrong. Uh, they were so nice about it and so generous and so prompt to respond. And I really think that, you know, this is a personal uh, uh, recommendation from me, Kitty, saying you should totally go to the secret cat shop and spend all the money you can. Because um, they're lovely. Um, thanks, Bridie. You're lovely. Um we also have a Discord. Uh, you guys, I don't know how you find it. It's on a website. Just Google it. it. Anyway, it's fun. Um, and, like, I, I'm i a member, and most of the rest of the cast are... No, all of the rest of the cast are members. Um, and we turn up there and uh, scream about what, what Yubi's done to us uh, this episode. Um, and we also have a Patreon. Now, everything on the Patreon does become free, eventually, because we don't want to hide things from people. But if you are willing to see it a bit earlier and you want to support us, then you can subscribe to that and it helps us fund you know, equipment and um, transcripts for the episodes um, and things of that sort. Uh, so that would be great too, if you're willing. Um, and I think that's everything. I think that's everything. I hope I haven't gone on too long there, Yubi. Anyway, there you go. That's the middle bit. Back to the episode. Okay, all right. So as you start to to speak in this kind of echoing way, and actually to all of you, it sounds really, really tinny. And it sounds again like that loudspeaker when you first arrived uh -huh. on Exton. It sounds like that 
what you're coming to understand is the sound of magic being projected across distances. And while you are physically kind of very close, the distance between one plane and the next is nothing and also infinity. And so Taro is kind of bridging that gap. So all of you hear this kind of like tinny-ish echo of your voice, which is odd because it feels almost like disconnected from your actual like Mm. voice box. And as the minute your first like syllable rings out, the creature kind of like rears back and it skitters like halfway up one of the walls. But now that it's like bigger, you can see that like it's gonna have trouble fitting through some of these gaps. It does not yet now have like an easy escape from you. Um, And there is this kind of second of silence before it speaks. And it also comes across in this really tinny kind of way. And it just goes, Hungry. It said hungry, Nat. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that, Tara. My oh, doesn't sound good, does it? Oh, no. Wait. Uh, it doesn't sound good on the surface. Uh, no. No. Ah, oh, shit. Not again. Then I mean, we can. Uh, uh, food source, not killing. Uh, sand. What? Sand. Uh, okay, no. Um, sand cake. Sand. <laughs> sand. Biscuit. Tara? Uh, Sandwich. Uh, what does a witch? <laughs> which what witch you... would witch? With which could witch? You've tuned into the witching hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you hunger for? Everything. Eventually. And as you're listening, like speech does not come naturally uh-huh. to this creature. The, the syllables almost don't seem to match each other and you can almost in its voice actually hear what the 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 furbolg sounded like in that second as you burst oh. into the room before like he was possessed you can hear this kind of like hopewell ish i was thinking how it spoke common mm. okay feed it some memories nat you've got loads feed it that one of nerium you'd rather not keep that mm. I can I I wish I can share a memory with it, or or a concept. Maybe that would work. Give it maths. No, don't give it maths. Okay, I want to sort of beam across a, a concept of hamburger <laughs> architraving. You see for a second as t- as you're thinking of the thing, and Taro's consciousness goes hamburger. <laughs> Its face just kind of like spins slowly in confusion. You can see it. It's almost like it's trying to like relate that to something. And then it like looks back at you and it goes, yes. Okay. I try and send the the following concepts. Cow, butcher, hamburger. Om nom nom. Very nice. Something kills the butcher and the cow. No more hamburger. Bad. Okay. Onions. <laughs> Please. Pickles. Pickles. You get you get back after like a second where it, it seems like it's maybe like contemplating your words. You are suddenly hit with this concept that is so beyond your actual reckoning that like it shakes you to your core because for a minute okay. you see the entire solar system with Alphalan, Gudal, Vilton, all of the planets, and you understand for a brief second in a way that you know that you are not meant to be able to cope with, the amount of life and magic 
and souls and everything across these these worlds and in that second you also realize that all of these planets are populated except for Kayo, which for a, which as you kind of like brush by it almost is freezing cold and dead and empty but everything else is still teeming with life and then you hear you kind of hear again this like voice back and it goes never runs out hamburger definitely runs out is kayo good home do you have food there each other and you are again hit by this concept of jackals in the way that they were like around Nerium that you saw in like the the lake the nightmare lake as these almost like big baby jackals like eel type things and you see like this almost history of them ravaging over this alien landscape and everything being devoured torn down it's starting out with magic and then it moving on to souls then it moving on to corporeal things and then when everything is gone and it is just kind of barren rock you then see this kind of like stillness for a second and then the jackals all begin to turn on each other and as they eat they get bigger and bigger and as they do you can also sense this magic growing and these creatures becoming stronger and different as they eat what has eaten everything else and they take on everything else that every other thing has eaten and in a split second you swear you see one of them pull away in this vast kind of vaporous cloud as it passes uh-huh. by this other planet and as it goes again you see this other one kind of pull away with this one huge golden yellow eye and then the vision fades i want to send the concept of death bad and if if you grow stronger you could kill people sentient things and I will not let you do that, so I will kill you. That is bad. Is there anything that will let you live and not expand? You get a very simple answer back, and it is simply no. And I think with that kind of comes this same almost, you know, pushback of concepts, which shows you them feasting on everything from like small little like corporeal frogs and things to like parts of souls to like eating magic straight from like its source and it's like there's definitely a hierarchy of what they can eat at certain stages they seem to only be able to devour things within their their ability but as they get bigger and stronger they (laughs) they can devour more and more and more and they don't seem to have this they don't seem to have like a limiter. It it seems like they were never built to have one. So okay, I'm going to attack. Okay, where's the hat pin? I think it fell out in the street. Yeah, that rings a bell. It fell out at some point, and then we picked it up. We picked it up, Kitty. Yes. Yeah. Cool. If it fell out, you've got it. If it didn't fall out, it's in its flank. We'll get it back. Okay. the the thrust The thrust of my attack is going to be to put the sword through it mm-hmm. and a bit of wall and try okay. and impale it not kill it but keep it in place okay and just make right. it very weak okay that that's going to be my end game with this fight i don't know how many attacks we're going to go back and forth in doing that but i think you're going to need to give me a roll yep. um 
not because you're not good at pinning things, but you are trying to kind of... What are you using to pin it, though? Are you going to, like, leave your sword in it? Uh, leave is a strong word. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to... I'm, I'm going to pin it with my sword, keep holding my okay. sword, and then try and do something else. But okay, great. We'll so cross that bridge if we get to it. Make me a roll to pin it in the ghost world, basically. That's where the roll comes in, is that you're, again, having to cut through mm-hmm. to a different dimension. And Okay. What, which of these four stats would be to pin a ethereal creature <laughs> through several dimensions with a sword. I normally use guile for that stuff, but it's because it's an instinct thing. But I guess it would be different for you. Like, is it is it small because it's physically difficult, which it is? Is it nimble because it requires precision, which it does? Is it books because that's kind of like spellcasty thing? Is it guile because it's sort of a many things happening at once, so you have to go off instinct? It's not in the physical realm, so I don't think it's either of your physical stats. Okay. I would agree with that. Ooh, okay. What I'm going to do then, I can see into the ghost field, right? Yep. I can see my sword, and my sword mm-hmm. is different in the ghost field, right? Yep. So what I'm going to try and do, I'm not even going to try and physically stab it, I'm going to position my sword as if it were some kind of gun or mm-hmm. lance okay. or mm-hmm. thing, yeah. and try and extend my... Sword okay. in the other dimension through. Okay. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Kind of like lightsabery. I'm into exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I will say that Tara, you can help with this as the ghost world before Gary declares the role. The ghost world master extreme. Yeah, I'll help. Should you wish to. I'll 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 guide Gary's hand. No, Nat's hand, not Gary's hand. I'll do that with my guile. Technically, you're helping an extension, really, but... It's a 13, so you get your plus one. Uh, I rolled a 14, so it doesn't, actually, doesn't matter. Which is a success. A success. Yeah. yeah, so you you do it. And are you pinning it, like, through the face? Through the body? I think through the body. Like an insect specimen in a natural history museum. Exactly, yeah. Okay, great. It lets out this screech that you hear across uh, two dimensions, although in the, like, physical world, it's... Oh, like, left and up... Yeah, that's it. Um, I, I love the it. thing of like, there's two physicists in the call with in two dimensions. Uh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I, always I don't mean it in 2D, okay? Listen. I'm like an anime so, person. But in the in the kind of um, physical world, it's, it's very muffled and it kind of almost sounds more kind of like animalistic type thing. Whereas in your ears, it's this kind of tinny, almost like eerily human-ish screech but again it's like that of the fur bulk that you're hearing coming through that it is mimicking i want to stay here a while and see if i can either reprogram or even just understand its brain oh we, oh, can, we can totally mess with it that's what i'm thinking if we can oh. make it be a jackal-eating thing that like shits if out you good come magic home with a pet fucking jackal <laughs> We adopted it. Well, let's do it. We've let's got a wire. lizard man and a cat, and now we've got an eldritch horror. There's got to be some kind of wires in there. Well, I will remind you, Tara, you did go into the Kadinsky plane yeah. to cut the purple drop magic from your hands. So you have, like, had experience with, like, going into... Yeah. I've done all sorts of shit in there. Oh and I've got a pal to bring with me yeah. to whatever 
But uh, Nat's got to sell me on this first, I think. Uh, yeah, ta- okay, Taro, I'm thinking, what if we could change its its mind? Like, literally, instead of, like, talking to it to convince it, it doesn't seem to respond to, like, anything like that. It just hungers. So what if we, like, adjust what it hungers for? What if we, we, we change what it does? You mean, like, some kind of tinkering? Like, not like training yeah. it, not like, like... None of this positive reinforcement stuff. No, I think it might work, but I think it's not going to respond to positive reinforcement when my sword is in it. And (laughs) without my sword being in it, it could... I I don't think we could do it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I believe in Psychology 101. If you put your sword in things, yeah. You've already used the stick too much. The carrot is no longer applicable. Okay. <laughs> this is. It's very risky now, I think. I think it might be very risky. I agree. But you think it's worth doing? I think so. Okay, well, I... pro- pros, and, pros and cons. It. Can it get worse? How much worse? Uh, <laughs> It could get worse, but currently we've got essentially a, a form of life which is trying to devour the entirety of existence. If we don't stop it, it probably will do. And there's only three of us, and maybe a few others, who could help if some of us die. And there's an entire planet full of these things that the gods made and the gods themselves cannot stop. Which I think is pretty bad. Now, we could make it worse. And I'm not sure what that would look like. It would be bad. But consider we could make it better. We could... (laughs) We could... All I'm thinking is metaphors which don't exist in this universe. We could send a corrupted drone back into the Borg. We could... um, Upload a virus to the mainframe. We could... (laughs) Give the world a vaccination. Yeah. We could... Come up with a metaphor that works in this world. We could, we could turn it from a fighter into a farmer. Okay. Like these, these things were created as pest control, right? That got out of hand, and right. they eat up magic. Yeah. What if we? It's got to have some internal process, some process that takes the magic that we like and turns it into this purple shit. Well, yeah. I mean, that's its kind of essential uh, thing, isn't it? That's its whole its whole deal. Can we flip that? Don't know about flip so that it eats the purple shit and, repl- and like, shits out good magic. Huh. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know if I could... Let me think. Let me see if I can remember. Hang on, I haven't... Hmm. But the violet drop was created. The violet drop is a crystal of, like, really strong magic. Um, it's, it's not... It's high-density, unrefined magic. Yeah, the jackals will eat it if they're powerful enough to. This one is not. Okay. This one cannot consume that because it, it's too much for it right now. But a really big one, a really big one could. But anything the jackals consume just makes them stronger and doesn't produce anything out of them. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what? I want to make the jackal shit. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. I love this show. This is a great show that we've done. Because... Okay, the whale was a jackal, right? Seems like it. There's everything points to that. The whale ate magic. Yep. And grew. 
So what if we have a tame jackal or a jackal which eats the prus and instead of holding all the magic for itself, it just poops out the good magic and we solve the problem of Alfalan slowly becoming less and less magical. You're going to dig it back into the soil? Yeah. Like fertilizer? Exactly. Okay, well, I mean, you're being, that's very nice, but that's a very scientific take on this and it's very much, last time was very much not a science. If I'm if I'm remembering, I'm trying to remember what happened last time I did this. It was very much like excising parts, right? It was like because Terra was made up of many many different parts, I was able to excise bits that were corrupted with the purpleness. <laughs> yes, you think from what Nat is saying and what you have done that the end product of what Nat wants is probably not going to be totally doable right here and now. But you could probably go in and dig around and maybe cut some stuff out that makes it, like, want to consume everything right now. So... Yeah, if we just make it not hungry. Scoop. There's scoop. There's wriggle room. Okay, so so I reckon if we, if we just remove parts of this thing, there will be a gap in what it... So, I mean, maybe we could take out possibly hungry... I could just start pulling bits out and see what happens. Uh, but then what's it? It'll be incomplete. Maybe we could put something else in. Maybe? Yeah? I'm going to just remind you here that you do have a spell called Mending, which we have massively stripped from its original D&D 5th edition usage. But everything we do now is built on using things for weirder and weirder measures. So you have not only removed things, but you have also put things back together. I think... Mending is a Vesper side ability, and I haven't really thought about what I want to do. Like okay. off off the main thing, I think this is something where eventually I'm gonna to want to try and use them both at the same time. But at the moment, I'm mm. very much like that can be a like a fucking end of arc, cool Naruto Shippuden. I did a did a Rasen Shuriken. Yep. Oh yeah, every Sunday. <laughs> Every Sunday, wow. Oh, the chakra usage, incredible. Now, <laughs> do you have any aspects of yourself that we could put in? If you've got any any essential qualities, maybe we could... Oh. It's all about essence. Would this be a copy-paste thing or a cut-paste thing? It might be a cut-paste thing, that I'm afraid. Uh. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff, but it's all fairly incomplete. And comes with baggage. I'm not sure I'd want to, because I'd only want to replace something. <laughs> Unless we gave it anxiety. We could try. <laughs> you fucked up a perfectly good jackal, is what you did. <laughs> Look at this jackal, it's got anxiety. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's let's give the jackal anxiety. Sure. <laughs> give it mental health issues. I cannot. You know, when we started this episode, I I was like, I'm not going to prepare anything. Not yeah. No, yeah. I was going to be like, I'm not going to prepare anything because I have no idea where this will go. But I did yeah. not think that it was going to be like a reverse lobotomy where you were going to maybe try and take out all-consuming hunger and replace with anxiety. It's a self-transplant. But I fucking love it. Yep. Yep. Great. Okay, so what's good. the first step? You have to tell me, uh-huh. what is the first step in this problem? You have an angry 
screeching, writhing jackal pinned to the wall. Maybe anxiety is not the best choice. Um, because no, it might put something nice in. Act on that anxiety. I don't really want to give it anything that's of mine that's nice. You know what? Maybe that's something I, don't I need think to do. I can be making these statements about saying I do not understand to any real degree. That was like the main takeaway from like last time. Was that I was like, I did not understand what I did there. I don't remember much of it. Like that was definitely part of it. I think we need to get in there and just go with it and see what happens because that's what I did last time and it worked out okay. I think it's not conceivable at this stage. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that you can't yeah. really understand by just sitting and talking about what you could do. So, I'm going to attempt to shift my perception a bit to get into... So, I guess I'm already at, like, ghost mode one. Yep. <laughs> this to go even further beyond. You're going into ghost mode two again. Now, you have done this before. I um, have. You will need to give me a roll. What would you be normally adding, Guile? I think so, yeah. So I'd normally be adding okay. plus two, but I'm minus one Guile, so I'm at plus one normally. I think that's fine. I think a plus one on this is fine. Well, let's You're, see. You are shifting with Nat, which is a little bit difficult, but you shifted really successfully before, so I think that cancels each other out. Yeah, it's going to be weird for everyone. Oh, and I, I got a six. Okay. okay, well, a six is a fail. So a six is, is so you, you try and shift and you don't. And I think you probably take a point of stamina okay. for that because it like it's almost like you bring on a migraine by trying to, Ooh, to shift. Ah, Tara, what was... Ow. Hey, what, look, I tried. Look, we'll do it again. Hang on. Okay. Uh, I've fallen down to six stamina, so I take a harm, I think. Is that how that works? Yep. Um... I'm already at minus one guile. It feels weird to take double. Maybe this just like frays the connection a bit and I lose like a bit of nat ability and it hurts. Yeah, I mean, it could also, we could have that like your soul is so discombobulated from your body right now. Like it could be that like that connection like becomes a bit more frayed. So like you could take a physical, you could take like a swole harm to it because you are kind of like, pulled out of your body even more so yeah let's do that you're gonna be so achy tomorrow oh my god you're gonna be just cramps great that'll be i'm sure that won't come back to hurt but i'm gonna i'm gonna try again i think gonna just chill out real quick okay ignore the fucking squealing monster creature <laughs> and we're gonna give it another go yeah that times a 12 with, that's a natural 12 or 12 with everything? 12 with everything. Okay, a 12 with everything is a mixed success. So you do it. You shift into the Kadinsky plane. And I think on this instance, like, because you shift with Nat and you have kind of, like, built up to this and because you kind of have this, like, innate understanding of what's going on, Nat, you don't. And I think that you are going to take a point of stamina. For this, yeah, for this I am extremely confused by the warping of reality. Yeah, because it doesn't like before with like the 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 ghost vision that was kind of like a night vision goggle. It was very disorientating, a bit motion sick. This is like, oh, the world on a molecular infinite level is suddenly in one of my eyes, and I am also seeing kind of the real world and the ghost world, and you have all of this going on. Okay. Right, I'm gonna find what I believe to be the bits of stuff that are, that are relating to the idea of the jackal. 
Yeah. You when you look at the jackal in the Kadinsky plane, you don't see a creature. You see billions of creatures on a hierarchy mixed in with magic because every single life that this creature consumes is one in a pile and it has some form of like almost like a genetic remembrance part of it it is like a massive tangled ball of multicolored yarn whereas like most people are like you know you're you're a little bit patchwork but most people are just like their own <laughs> string this thing is billions and billions of different bits all joined and knotted together in this really sickening confusing way and when you see it on this level you really get a scope of how much the people who made this fucked up and you yeah. do hear this like little voice in your ear from this this god that you know very well go oh it is messy <laughs> <laughs>